Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Chewing the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk, but in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. I've been your gang. This is Kev Dillon uh, with Black Country Blokes Chewing the Fat. Uh, I'm here with Lee Cadman, Craig Pinches and Aaron Jew. The reason why we started this podcast is I'm always hearing men don't talk. And I beg to differ. I, I've struggled with talking myself and sometimes when we do talk, it's met with uh, like the iron curtain of either ignorance or they you, you feel shameful talking and it's not welcome with open ears. And I've found in this country, I think that's why we have such a big drinking and drug culture, because people every weekend can go and get off their head on whatever, they open up, and if they are embarrassed, they can say, oh, I was drunk or I was off my head. So this is us four blokes, sober, may I say, <laughs> just d- d- discussing these things, our struggles and our victories has got us through it. And I found through losing my eyes very young and... Some of my best friends I've had for over 30 years and they haven't asked about it. And I owe a lot to Aaron Jew who does uh, Find Your Voice and I was his first interview on there. And I found by talking about it, it got it out there because I, I was still expecting to get bullied and ridiculed on showing my vulnerabilities. And it wasn't the case. And I was thank you to you, Aaron. Uh, Aaron's done uh, these kind of things before. We're all very new to it. I've appeared on the radio, men's radio station. And I think what we're doing as men is we feel like we are, we're alone and we feel like we are the only people who are going through this. And I'm very lucky to be a part of the Lions Boxing Club, head coach up here. And more I talk, more openly I've been about my vulnerabilities, more people are responding well to it. We've all been through things. I mean, Craig's a very talented music producer. Um, Aaron is a personal trainer. Lee used to box for me. So we're we're real blokes with real problems. And sometimes I want you to realise it's normal to not feel normal. Absolutely. If I may just jump in there, Kev. So obviously you were the first interview and you were always kind of my, I suppose, pilot episode for my show, Find Your Voice. And again, it's kind of about addressing the elephant in the room, as you just touched on, because there are problems out there and a lot of us are so afraid of what our neighbours will think or what our parents or our family will think. I kind of wanted to do the whole show behind Find Your Voices and listen, let's let's share your vulnerabilities, let's wear our flaws, because we've all got flaws, we've all got problems, we've all, we're all facing different things. And let's show the world that actually, this is actually normal. And, um, you know, I've had some incredible stories, especially your own as well, that was on the show. And I've had so much feedback from people saying, actually, I felt like that. I felt like that. And uh, it was great. Obviously, we came up, you guys came up with this idea a few weeks ago, months ago. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. This is what I want to do. Obviously, I don't want to kind of over dilute the other show that I do. And I thought this one could just be more predicated on getting the male message out there because men, we have this bravado. I think we have to all be strong. So it's kind of like, can we really share that vulnerability? So I like that. And I also like the spin that I think it'd be great for women as well. Our moms, our sisters, our nieces, every female in our life to actually understand 
why we are the way we are. So uh, I'm really excited for this show. Hopefully, guys, you know, we'll get a little bit more natural as, as the show progresses. We're all just kind of getting to know each other as well. So it's literally four strangers in a room with a, a common person that we know is Kev. So it's going to be an interesting journey. Hopefully, you get to know us all as well. And I'm really excited to hopefully make a change, a positive one as well. As Aaron touched on then, we've... Um bringing our sisters and our wives and our mothers into it because sometimes, and we've all discussed this independently, sometimes when you're in a dark place you turn to the women in your life and they don't necessarily understand. I think sometimes we don't want an answer, we just want someone to listen and we want to feel like we have been listened to. Life isn't always about having that winning solution, it's just I want to open up, can I talk to you? I think it's important to note as well, like going back to that we're more regular guys and, and whatever else, it's important to note that me knowing Kev for such a long time, even though I've been not a lot to do with you up until recently, again, you know, from my childhood, that without him actually telling me and, and calling this podcast together, I would never have knew Kevin suffered what we did and and they needed somebody to listen to and i think that's important to know because no matter how many people you're around how big their smile is and how big their bravado seems and and how happy their life seems they need somebody to listen to them because you, you really don't know and i know it's an age old saying but you really don't know what someone's going through so even if it's just a hi how's it going you know and be non-judgmental ask that question knowing that you're going to openly accept any reply, no matter how high or low on the spectrum of, of you know, difficulty it is. You know, and I think that's important to know. Or no reply at all. I think, you know, um, as Kev was saying, sometimes you don't actually need a reply. It's not about, you know, you're opening up to someone. It's not about having a reply and saying yeah. the right thing. It's just about listening mm. um, and, be, and, and, and just being there, I suppose, just being there for it. Sometimes I think just because you hear something doesn't mean you've listened to it. And sometimes when you're saying things, it's so easy to brush over it. And what we discussed last week was uh, keeping up. You, you say, I've got a headache. Goes, you've got a bloody headache. You, I've had one for four weeks. And people are trying to like trump you. It's, uh, I'm feeling down. Well, what have you got to be down about? I'll tell. And you're thinking, I've just said I'm feeling low. Yeah. You're either dismissing it, you're trying to say you're worse off than me. And it, oh, aren't we saft for them kind of things? Like my wife, I love her more than anyone. But uh, I'll say, I'm going to sit tired, Kesh, because you're tired. I'm thinking, we can both be tired. <laughs> and I, I think that's what we do. And I think, I think the reason why we do it is, in, in a, we're trying to be empathetic, but we're doing it in the wrong manner. But instead of saying, oh, I've got a headache, saying, uh, you're probably not getting enough rest, or uh, have you taken some tablets, or are you doing too much? But you have to say, like, well, I've got a headache too, to try and just, I know what you're going through, so don't moan about it, because I'm not moaning about it. Yeah, it's like, like we've, I mean, it, let's say you had a broken window, Kevin, you said to someone, oh, I've got a broken window. Someone's not going to turn around and break their window just so they say, I've got a broken window. They'll probably suggest solutions to you in order to fix your window. And I think that's what we're asking for with any difficulty we face. Don't try and match my broken window with your broken window and say, well, mine shattered into 300 pieces, yours is only 250. Help find a solution. And I think that's, 
that's what we're aiming for, isn't it? That's what we're trying for. I think we're trying to do that as well. We're hoping to have monthly guests on who can help. Mm. Um, Nick Davies, Alexander. Yeah, all people that actually have solutions, um, or hope, hopefully have solutions for you, so it's well worth listening or to, at least, to those guests. Sorry, or at least coping mechanisms. You know, I, I think you'll... I suppose you'll find your own solutions. You can be guided to the right right way, but I suppose it's, it's ultimately laid down to yourself. Now, if it's down to me, then I'm, I'm in for a long road <laughs> because, you know, I'm, I'm my own worst critic and I'm, I'm my own, you know, destruction, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of people could probably relate to just what you just said there. Yeah. Because most of the stuff that I worry about or I think I'm not great at is the stuff that actually people find inspiring or motivating just as an example we were laughing about this lads uh, last week about our accents and we've all got very yeah. strong accents and that stopped me for three years actually releasing a podcast and if i had stopped that and i'd never taken that up one we probably all wouldn't be here now because kevin have got this bright idea which is going to be fantastic but two i wouldn't have got it out there in front of like thirty thousand yeah. people so it's crazy that we can achieve anything if we just use this the right way but we can also like you just said self-destruct and this is kind of hopefully as this journey transpires and stuff we can get coping mechanisms get solutions just get different ways that we can all maybe support each other better yeah. and ourselves as well when we're by ourselves because that's probably one of the most important things it's brilliant having you guys here and it's brilliant having your wife and your sister but 24 hours of the day we're by ourselves and we have to be thinking right yeah. and that's really really important can i ask you a question what do you think uh, made you release in the end that podcast what what do you think helped you get to the point where you felt comfortable enough to do that so I'm quite vocal on social media and I'm always trying to help people so I work in property fitness and stuff and I always do this thing like stepping out of my comfort zone so I've been on like Toastmasters and speaking and stuff and the podcasting I was speaking to somebody I actually had to do an interview on it and a long story short he was like well you're the guy who always says you know you're not afraid of stepping out of your comfort zone go do a podcast then and it was kind of, again, a bit of a bravado thing, like, all right then, I will. And I was shitting myself, thinking, how the hell am I going to do this? And rather than just releasing it the next day, I'm a bit of a perfectionist as well, so it actually took me three months, but then I really started thinking about it. And what I thought is, okay, I'm just going to write a post. I'm going to write a post. If people engage, then I've got to kind of stick with it. It's almost like a, a promise. So I wrote a post, guys, I'm thinking about doing this. Are you interested? And all of a sudden, the post kind of blew up on social media. Then I'm thinking, shit, now I really have to kind of do this. And literally, that's, that's all I did. And... I think it was comforting for me because I had Kev obviously on the first show so I felt comfortable around somebody. I remember actually sitting in the seat and I was saying, Kev, look, I'm not, I'm not great at this. I'm learning the skill. Let's see how it goes. But it has literally been one of the greatest things in the world, just simply talking to someone. And that's find your voice. And that's why I named it find your voice because I'm in the process of finding my voice as, as we all are in our yeah. life. So yeah, it was, it was kind of like stepping out your comfort zone but amazing things happen when you step out of your comfort zone you know this say for, for boxing for example the first time you come in you, your coordination wasn't right your footwork was all over the place and then slowly bit by bit hour by hour you just start perfecting little things and then it all kind of it falls into place and then works absolutely yeah. I think that's a, boxing is probably quite a good metaphor for, mm. for life because you know just keep moving forward sometimes life's going to hit you and sometimes it's going to miss you you know what I mean? But it's all about moving forward. I mean, me and my music, if I'm to perform on the stage, yeah, I'm nervous. As soon as I've got a microphone in my hand, but I'll perform. Now, if you ask me to just put a camera on me and discuss something, mm-hmm. I'd much rather not say promoting a song or whatever. Hey, I'm very looking, look at, you know, check my news on there. I can't do it. I'd have to write a post about it. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't 
I physically can't. I'll record 50 things to, to, to post to social media of me in front of a video, a 10 second clip. And I can't post it because I'll pick faults out of our look, our sound and whatever else. Now I was watching, listening to Les Brown today yeah. and Les Brown said something and it stuck with me today actually. It was, um, sometimes you've got to stand up for yourself. Sometimes you've got to stand up for yourself. Sometimes you've got to stand up to yourself. Mm. You've got to stand up inside and your own critic, you've got to just say, shut up. Mm. You know what I mean? Because they say, Craig, you can't do it. Craig, you look this guy. you just got to tell yourself to shut up. That little fine. So I think stand up to yourself. <coughs> As, as well as standing up for yourself, and I like that. Mm. I like that little bit of thought. Do you think that thought, it's not actually your thought? So you know when you've got these critics in your head? Yeah. That's come from society. That's come yeah. from your old man saying, ah, you ain't good enough for your teacher saying, you probably aren't good enough for that. Somewhere along, yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking, playing Or just looking at, at, looking at people that, are, let's say musicians, because I'm into music, mm. like people that are famous rappers or famous producers, and the way they are and the way they look on camera and their persona, I can't matter, you know, that's not me. And I think you, you're more already, um, you're aware of that. So then that affects the way you put yourself across. You, you say that is brilliant because I hear a lot about body dysmorphia mm. with young women, young women. But I work with a lot of young men and young lads. And because, like, when I was growing up, the only bugger, apart from athletes who had a six pack, was Peter Andre. <laughs> you know, but nowadays, you know, the milkman on Coronation Street has got abs ripping through his t shirt. And we feel like we have to be this dashing, steroid, eyebrows plucked. And so these young lads and old blokes, and we, 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 we don't, we're ashamed of our beer bellies and our lumps and bumps. And because we look on. Instagram and Facebook and Love Island and the adverts and we're, we're almost ashamed to show our flaws. And what did you say the other day about that guy from uh, Lincoln Park? Yeah, uh, when he said he in his own neighbourhood. Yes, that's it. Which it's a bad place for him to be, he's in his own neighbourhood because bad things happen when Chester's left alone in his own head. And, and, and that's right. I mean, you going on about like body dysmorphia and that, it works the opposite way. I mean, me, I'm naturally a small guy. You know, when I train, I'm going to bulk up and that, but I find it very hard. And then with me, other than thinking, oh, I've got to be a belly or whatever, I'm thinking, what the hell? I'm a man. I should surely be a little bit bigger and a little bit heavier than this. Mm. You know what I mean? So then you start fe feeling like, what the hell? He's got four stone on me. Yeah, you've got to be a little good, but you've got four stone on. That's what a man's meant to look like now. Me being small, 10 stone, 10 stone 7 at, at, at my best, you know what I mean? To me, I start thinking, what the hell? A man's frame and structure should be a lot bigger than what I am now. So it works the other way as well. But I think, as you just said, I think it's a great point because whether I'm a little barrel, or I'm six foot six, but I'm a being pole. It doesn't matter what body you're in, there's something wrong in your own head. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, well, my nose is wonky, or me, my, I've got big ear holes. You know, and, and whatever it is, I've got little hands, and you, you pick yourself apart. I think you're trying to, I think people try and, I think the, the floor is that people think that other people are saying, thinking that about them, whereas yeah, actually... Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously that does happen, but I think absolutely, a lot of the time that isn't actually true, and uh, a lot of people don't really... probably don't even notice you walking down the street. I think, you know, it's, I think that goes back to what you said, though, about, like, you know, is it something from your childhood or whatever? Now, I was bullied through 
primary school. You know, I used to, I had crooked teeth, big crooked teeth, freckles, national elf glasses. I was the ugly duckling of the family, you know. Not much has changed of an uglier duck, I suppose. <laughs> you know, I was once called the man with a face for radio. <laughs> and here we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and I've carried that through, even subconsciously, even though I don't give why anyone thinks anymore. Yes, you do. You're lying to yourself, because in here, you do. And that's why I don't put the videos out of me talking about my music and that. It's because I'm. I'm I'm basing my output on the preconception of, of other people's views and thoughts. What happened 30 years ago, and I say one of my very, very good friends will come on the show, Nick Davis, and we've discussed this in great, de uh, great detail about how your dad treated you, how your mum treated you, how at school, and I think that's how hang-ups is uh, when someone said something, be, thinking they're having a laugh, but you've taken it to art, and you'll carry that for your whole existence and good things the way that my mother loves me and or the way that they the bullies made me feel at school sticks with you and nurture all nature and I think they both have such a major part yeah. your, your your home life is very cause that's where we learn our our manners and our coping mechanisms but it's also our peers the people who we knocked about with, the people who wouldn't allow us to knock about with them, yeah. the pretty girls, or... The, 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 and back to Nick Davis, we did a confidence seminar at the Lions, and we had uh, super heavyweights to super flyweights, all different colours and creeds, and Nick said, what things are you most frightened of? And it's my loved ones getting hurt, getting sick, heights, to, and Nick said, embarrassment. And everyone looks at each other confused said, who here would rather jump in that ring and have a lad knock the shit out of or go over there and ask that girl out or pick up this document and read it in front of everyone and everyone put their hands up. And Nick said, so you would put yourself in physical danger more than you would to go and get embarrassed, even though nothing can come from it apart from maybe a bruised ego. And I think ever since he did that with me, it opened so many doors for me because I was thinking, if it's only my pride that's going to get hurt, what what's the risk? Absolutely, I think that's a good segue. Actually, just going back to what Craig was saying in terms of why you're not releasing these videos. Yeah. So I know exactly how you're feeling because it was a big thing for me when I first started, like say YouTube, like four or five years ago. Why should I release this video? The problem is, is that you're comparing it by almost like the finished article. Yeah. So you're looking at artists out there and again just to bring Lee into this if I may so you've obviously boxed before I mean if you just use a very simple example do you like remember like your first few lessons when you ever boxed in compared to like now barely okay <laughs> but, but in terms of like your skill level there's oh, yes, a yes. massive gap now say for instance the last person you fought if you could think of when you first started would you want to fight that person then well, would you even be ready? It wouldn't be, no. Yeah. Absolutely. But you wasn't, you wasn't kind of comparing yourself, you thought there's a process here. You, That's it, you, you have to go through that process in order to fight that person. Yeah. And it's kind of like the same thing with yourself. Yeah. It's like the famous whole comparison is a thief of joy. It will literally, like, throughout the whole process, just strip you of joy. Yeah. So with me, it's like, okay, I know I'm not an, a natural presenter on TV, and, but I've got all these goals, and to get to these goals, I have to kind of just put myself out there. Yeah. Who knows, in five years' time, I might still be absolutely shit, but I'll be better than when I first started. And I've looked back at some of my first YouTube videos, actually, I've privatised them. And I'll write one day, you know, if you get a good following on this, I'll release it just, just for banter, basically, because I had all these stupid effects there. I was 
saying all these cheesy lines and, and I thought it was I thought it was like the dog's bollocks basically and I remember having my mum and brother there saying how good is this and they were like yeah thumbs up let's release it you're going to be viral it wasn't but I'm so grateful I took that leap yeah because yeah I might have embarrassed myself to a few people but then after a bit I started getting like actually you're improving or this yeah. is better or actually the best comments I ever got was it's inspiring to see somebody just trying Mm. And I like that because I'm like, that's all I am. I'm just a try. I'm not naturally great at it, but one thing I would do is give 100%, as yeah. you probably do in the boxing ring, as you probably do in the music yeah. industry. You're only seeing the tip of the iceberg usually when it's, when it's released on there. You know, Absolutely. I'm sure when you're at M&M's and yeah. they, all, they all probably have the same issue. Mm. Um, just and not you're just the seeing platform. It. <laughs> well, that's it. It's, um, but yeah, not the platform, but no, they, they have to go ahead and stay yeah. and absolutely hate absolutely. it every second of doing it to begin mm. with yeah. until you get to that point. And that's the same with anything. You know, Lennox Lewis wasn't a world champion the second he got into a ring. <laughs> exactly. But like, on about your first lessons and how raw you were, but how hard was it to walk in here for the first, first time? time? Because you're walking into a man's environment and they're, they're going to beat me up and they're, they're you know, but it's not like that, but you have to do that initial, like today, getting out there or stepping into the gym or picking up the mic or picking up the pen. We said you can't critique a blank canvas, and that's true of life. You've got to do it to then make it better. I think you've got it. I mean, I took up training again with Kev a few months back, didn't I? Mm. And um, even then, oh, I was shocking more, okay, but let's be honest. You know, it's just was, raw, isn't it? Scraping away the rust. All the rust, everything, and all. a little bit of me was down, and I thought, bloody hell, you know what I mean? I used other technique. You, you think you can jab, or you mm. think you can you can throw up until someone's in front of you telling you you've been throwing it wrong your whole damn life. You know, and I posted the, the videos, the United social media. One mm. is to help promote a local club, you know, the Lions, because they do so well within the community. But another one was so as people can see, well, they are. Mm. Look at that, and they can track your progress, and I can track my progress. And I think some of that was trying to get over that social in insecurity barrier. Like, yeah, I'm crapping this, but I'm going to put it up anyway. Mm. You know what I mean? But you've you've got it, like you said, you've just got to put it out. Great. If you want to privatise it in three, four years, yeah, time, absolutely. Not yourself yeah, out, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I think sometimes it's good as well because you see the measure of yourself. So okay, yeah. you posted that video. Let's do another post in, in a year's time. So mm -hmm. let's see where you've gone from there. To, just for yourself. To and then you and will feel better about you, you it. You do forget you it, don't you? You forget that first yeah. time you were in there. And, and, I say that to a lot of lads. I'm saying, I wish I could have filmed you the first ever time. Yeah. But people don't want that because they're so embarrassed. Mm -hmm. They're embarrassed to be there anyway. But when you can show them the start, the middle and the progress, we're saying, it's amazing. And you're on our journey. So that's why this is exciting because we're literally, this is our first episode that we've just fired together. Yeah. We've got a mobile phone recording it. There's four lads just sitting here. And you look at this in like 12 months, three years time, it's gonna be a completely different spectrum. So, you know, like you said, everyone's coming along on the journey with it. So it's exciting. And uh, over the course of the next few weeks, months, or podcasts, we'll say, we're gonna to get to know each other a lot more. And then listeners are gonna to get to know a little bit of insight about us. So we're gonna learn about each other. They, you're gonna learn about us. And I'm gonna learn about myself. You know, because you're going to ask me questions and I'm probably going to think, oh yeah, we'll actually answer that now, have I? You know, so it's going to be a journey. I'm going to enjoy it. Absolutely. And I think, like, throughout the weeks, if you'd like to send any questions, and we won't name you, you know what I mean, but if there are questions. I mean, the reason why I've started this podcast, so I went to see a hypnotherapist uh, recently about different stuff, and um, it was about coming up with a, a hobby that wasn't drinking or going out. And um, 
I was thinking, what on earth am I going to do? Am I going to do Pilates or yoga or bowling? And I thought, dear God. <laughs> and then, because uh, I did this with Aaron uh, earlier in the year, was it? Yeah. And did um, a radio station. And I thought, maybe this is for me a bit of counselling, a bit of hanging a dirty washing out. And I think this is going to be a tool for me. So I, I talked to so many wonderful people, and we will have guests on, like Ashley Nixon, who uh, Aaron also um, interviewed, and we'll have different people on, real blokes going through real struggles. And I think something else that we all struggle with, with sorry, is this self-guilt with feeling shit or feeling bad. And I don't think we have to do it to ourselves, lads. I know it's easier said than done, but just feeling bad all the time for ourselves. And just realise a chat goes a long way. And don't be frightened of actually going to help. Because mm-hmm. I've been seeing Nick Davis for years and this uh, Alexander, I can't remember his last name, sorry Alexander. But um, for some of the deeper issues, because sometimes having a chat with a friend is great, but you don't get your gardener to cut your hair. Mm-hmm. And I think there's no shame going to see a professional about it because they can turn those switches on or off and they can point you into different techniques of coping with it. But you don't need to be qualified to listen. No. And I think that's that's how, like Lee said, you know, you're not even going to get a response. You know, you touched upon something before, Kev, that you do in the gym. Even if you just walk past someone that you see doing good, you've not even got to say, well done, you're doing good. Just a hand on the shoulder. Mm. Just that little bit of, you know, a bit of a confidence boost. They, they sort of know, you know, they, they know that you mean that they're doing good by it. I think it was, um... Sorry, Gandalf, just getting a drink. I'm parched. We've just done the first aid course of the club and uh, running around with uh, Annie, trying to get a feel when I can. <laughs> um, was she okay? Well, she's harmless. <laughs> <laughs> but throughout the week, we're going to be getting different quotes and different things. And some of the things that I've learned from along the way is these little quotes. And we're so lucky now to live in the YouTube generation where we can go and find inspirational videos and different sayings. And um, some of the stuff is, is wonderful now. We haven't got it because I'm very illiterate. I can barely read or write. So when I was growing up, it, unless you read it, you, you didn't know it unless you're having conversations. But now for you, for you lot, if you want to find out something, instead of looking at uh, Love Island and Googling it, you know, type it in and, and listen to people because there's so many wonderful people out there now who are being open. Absolutely. You, you touched on that with me last week as well, Kevin, when I was saying the podcasting is probably the best part of my day. So I do like property, do personal training, all that sort of stuff. But I was like, the thing I enjoy the most is podcasting because I meet real people who share their stories with me. And I said, I learned something new from yeah. every single person. And you said, good or bad. And that's the beautiful thing. If we can have that mindset that every single person you come into communication with can teach you something that will benefit you. And that could be good or bad. It could be the way not to do it. Yeah. all the way to do it um, and it, yeah it's brilliant like I, I genuinely feel like even on my episodes I'm getting one-to-one counselling with an expert in their mind in their field yeah. on how they've tackled their problems and then what I do is whenever I get a problem I, I literally think back to all my episodes I'm like well Kev does this or Ashley does this or so-and-so does this actually I'm going to utilise that here and it just helps me cope and that's hopefully what we can give the listeners here is just mechanisms coping mechanisms there might not be an answer like, like we've all kind of agreed sometimes it is literally you just have to go through that shit and that's okay as well and knowing that that's okay because we're not doing this show to make everyone smile and be happy 24-7 that doesn't exist no it's plastic you know what I mean so uh, yeah it's, it's going to be an exciting journey looking forward to it 
And don't, I, was, I say this to my boxers all the time, don't be frightened of getting it wrong. Mm. You know, it's just another way of learning. And I've found some of the best lessons I've had is by watching someone do something terrible and thinking, like, with teachers, the reason why I'm a good teacher because I had very bad teachers, and it's, it's allowed me to learn how not to do things and learn and experience as many things in life as you can, gang. Don't get used to just sitting in your bubble, in your neighbourhood, in your pub, in your... Go and sample as many things. Then you can honestly say, you know what? I just did not like that. But at least you know you didn't. Yeah, again, I keep referring back to Les Brown because he, he's someone that I'm really paying a lot of attention to lately. It's good brain food. Mm-hmm. And like he said that even though people... He had to silence the critics in his own head, you know, because... They said, how did you do it? He said, I just didn't have sense enough to quit. Yeah. He said, I was ignorant. What was it? Something like ignorantly stupid or something. I heard him say something like that. You know, uh, what was it? I, I didn't know what I couldn't do. Yeah. Mm. You yeah. know, and I, and I like that because it's all, it is all in your mentality. And I think by doing this, we're showing that we're, we're open-minded to get to know people and try and help people. But like, like Kevin said, if you want to message in the show, we, we need it set the page up in way and you know so as people have Absolutely. got communication with us you know because we can learn off everybody else you know, you know we're not here to educate we we're not really in a position to educate all we're in a position to do is give our side of events and how our life is and how we live our life and the problems we have and if someone can learn from that then that's great but that's not our intention we're just voicing our real life problem. And I think I'm personally doing this podcast. Number one, Kev asked me and uh, I didn't really think about it and just said yes. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. in <laughs> truth, I've had a few moments where I thought, do I just phone him up and say no? This, this isn't for me. I'm, I'm not naturally a, a talker. Um, but I also thought to myself, you know what? Any question that's thrown at me from you guys or anyone else, I'll answer honestly. Mm-hmm. And I feel myself, you can go through life, or, you know, with part of my job, I have to put a bright face on everything. So whatever is going on in, in the background um, doesn't come to the front, you know, doesn't come in front of the customers that I deal with uh, for obvious reasons. No one wants someone walking around to not not very not very happy. Do you want to tell everyone what you do, Lee? Um, so I provide medical equipment for um, disabled children, um, and that kind of follows on. Uh, I have a disabled daughter myself, so some of some of the people I visit can be quite hard hitting and, and close to home. But obviously, I can't really go out there showing that and I'll try not to let that affect me when I go home as well although that that can be quite hard hard to do but yes yeah, so I'm coming on and uh, I'm gonna answer all questions honestly and and um, and let my guard down a bit more absolutely and just touching on what Craig says as well and Lee uh, what we'll do is in the show notes of this episode once it's released you'll see like an email address or a website, whichever one we put in, but we will obviously describe what it is, send all your questions there, or again, you can probably see all of us via any social media handles on our Kev's on Instagram, Facebook as well, just simply drop him a message, message. I'm sure we'll be happy to have a look at that, and then obviously we can try and do short segments of questions, so yeah, I'll make sure I sort that out. And we're also going to have in the notes, uh, people, if you have got problems, Nick Davis and Alexander, if there are problems, go and get help, gang. Mm, absolutely. Well, gang, I think today, I'm going to leave you on a little note um, and we'll wrap it up for today. Mm-hmm. And my quote of the week is going to be, may your God bless you. And if you don't believe in God, 
find something to believe in, even if it's just yourself. Because someone who, hasn't, who doesn't believe in anything will always be lost. Take care of yourself and each other. Until next week, gang. Turn out a bit. Listen, listen, listen.